Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Crossbody Report. My name is Evan. And I am Javier. We're back at it. It's been two weeks since we recorded anything, but we're back. What did you do on your layoff, Evan? Uh, on my furlough, uh, I got hitched. I got married. It was a beautiful time. Javier was there. It was awesome. Yeah. It was beautiful for everyone except for my derriere. <laughs> except for your bottom? My bottom had to drive like 10 and a half hours straight up north to fucking Canada and then Eight hours on the way back, my ass was struggling by the end of that. I literally, I had to sleep stomach down. <laughs> but, you know, we made it through. We struggled. We made it through. It was a really good time. It was ob- obviously, you know, it's it's very interesting when people are like, oh, your wedding day, it's the best day of your life. And I was like, okay. And then it happened. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. It actually it was a is. Fun day. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great day. Beautiful weather. It was fantastic and on the note of guys marrying blonde bombshells we are going to cover the miz i think that was a flawless transition is your wife blonde she's like i mean yeah she's blonde that's as dirty as the blonde gets that's that's like the upper echelon of dirty blondes mm-hmm. if we're counting that as blonde i think a lot of that especially on the wedding day was all the like all the product keeping the hair in place understandable yeah but we are going to cover the career of mike mizanin a wrestler who has a lot of crossover appeal because he just keeps like people know who he is people who aren't wrestling people know who mike mizanin is also what a great name michael mizanin it's a great name he's meant for stardom also his middle initial is is gregory so he's mgm like he's a fucking movie studio (laughs) also i just have to say it the Miz is essentially what you would be if you were taller and like a complete asshole. Yeah, if I if I turned heel at fourteen and grew a bunch, <laughs> I would be the Miz. A hundred percent. The exact same personality, just out there. Yeah, just except he, he suffers in Cleveland and I suffer in in Canada. Um, yeah. And he was known for his time in the real world. Did you ever see? Are you a real world person? I am a challenge guy. You're a challenge I the, guy. I love the challenge. Me, yeah. me, bananas, Wes, all of them. We, we all boys. Uh, so he was on the Real World, which is where some people know him. And then he was the runner-up on Tough Enough season four. Do you know who he lost to? Season four? Yeah. No fucking Mundo Morse. No, he lost to Daniel Pewter. <laughs> yeah, we know how that worked. Miz was still signed. Good call. Signing the yeah, Miz, letting him do the fucking things. fantastic call. Are you serious? Debuted in April of '07 after spending some time in OVW. Went to ECW and formed a team with Johnny Nitro. It's amazing. 
it's just uh, the like they just decided, yeah, we're gonna put this guy who we see something in. We're not sure yet, but we're gonna put yeah. him with the Miz, who is a walking heat magnet. Yep. So make it work. And then on the November sixteenth episode of SmackDown, they became the tag champions by beating the team of frenemies, Matt Hardy and MVP. Which God, that's such an era of SmackDown. The Matt Hardy MVP feud over the u.s title it's so good such a good time but that's not where yeah. our first match is because that match is actually pretty short we are watching a tag team title defense by Miz and morrison it is them versus and i did not know that this pairing ever challenged for the tag titles together cm punk and kane i just want to throw out there before we go any further on this match at the time Kane is the ECW champion. Yes. I assume it's from when he sent Chavo straight to hell. And fucking CM Punk is Mr. Money in the Bank. They literally took the like, these are the four important people in ECW right now. Punk and Kane, who have the Money in the Bank and the world title. And then Miz and Morrison. You're the only ones who are important from ECW. So you get to be on the pay-per-view. Like that's essentially how this is. You get to be here. Somewhere Christian is shaking. It's Judgment Day 2008. It's obviously for the tag titles. The one thing that happened is between them winning the titles and now, Johnny Nitro is no longer Johnny Nitro. He's John Morrison. He's Morrison. Of all the John Hennigan nicknames, which is your favorite? Mundo? Johnny Mundo is by far my favorite one. He has a whole... My least favorite one is it's Johnny Elite. Yes, Johnny Elite doesn't work. There is a long list on his Wikipedia of all the Johnny names. Are you ready? Go on. John Morrison, obviously. John Hennigan, his real name. Johnny Blackcraft, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Caballero, Johnny Down Under, Johnny Elite, Johnny Foxwoods, Johnny Game Changer, Johnny Hardy, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Progress, Johnny Spade, Johnny Superstar, Johnny Ultra, and Johnny Showcase. Bro, where's Johnny Elite? <laughs> Isn't there? Johnny Elite was between Down Under and Foxwoods. Oh, Jesus Christ. Johnny Onyx? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Honestly, I, I I respect that, though. It's just a guy who, who knows what he's, what he's doing. It, also, it's, if you think were, about it, it's, were you Hardy? It's the cheap pop, you know? Yeah, Maybe, oh, true. you know what it was? Honestly, it might have been when the Hardys were on the Independence. He probably like teamed with maybe teamed with them against someone or something. Yeah. Uh, So that's what Johnny's up to. Miz has his fucking fedora on. (laughs) I want to know your thoughts on early Miz outfits. I cannot stand the fucking Adam (laughs) Sandler basketball shorts with the fucking tights underneath it. What is the point of this? Why do you look like you're wearing a poncho with no top? I don't understand what's happening It's there. a really, really hard look to to look cool in. And I think that was the point, is that Miz thinks he looks cool, and we all hate him for it. With the little faux hawk? The faux hawk's tough, Lord. too. The fact... I'm just going to put it out there, and I don't care how insensitive this sounds. The fact that that dude gets to fuck Maurice is a travesty. <laughs> 
I there's always those like those like TikToks now where it's like people show like the glow up or like them talking to the younger self. I think if current Miz talked to even 2008 Miz and was like, "Guess how your life is gonna go?" I think 2008 <laughs> Miz would have been like, "You're full of shit." Like, hell yeah hell yeah and i just have to say like before we even get into this the miz as a whole like i i have nothing but the utmost respect for that man he is by all accounts you know like a pretty chill dude like he used to be wild and back in the day but now he's a really chill really nice guy just fucking like if the, he's the definition of built himself up yeah. because like he was we see it in this match. He was like a he was the fourth most important person in this match. He is a genuine actor. Like he can act. He's actually not bad at it. I don't think he's that bad at it. Great he has, promo. He's a great promo. He's had amazing matches. He's been a decorated champion. He's been steady and consistent. He has, by all accounts, a wonderful home life. Seems to be very popular amongst the boys. Beautiful kids. Like Miz is winning. Time world champion. <laughs> Miz is winning. He just he's won. He's winning. Yeah. Everybody else isn't. Miz is. Uh, what you think of the Miz? And I'm better than you. Or no, and I'm awesome. I was gonna say better than you, and you know it. MJF, are you are you here? Uh, what you think of the match? It it happened. It sure did. And and Miz is definitely the least important person in this match. It had its moments. There there yeah. was a stretch there where Punk went off a little crazy. Uh, and by the way, immediately shut down commentary. Immediately, like the the volume dropped expeditiously. Yeah. As it's... soon as I hear Mike Adderley, I'm out. I was gonna say. At one point, though, I, t- I turned it back on for like 30 seconds because I wanted to see how shit he was, and I think he calls in that 30 seconds. He calls Ms. Morrison. Yeah, uh, and said that the EC. I'm pretty sure he said the EZW was the World Heavyweight Championship. So I just got to say, I'm out. In terms of actual in-ring action, obviously Punk is good. Kane is like Kane's okay still in 08. Kane can do some stuff. Yeah, he's okay. And then Morrison's an athletic freak. That's what he does. Uh, in terms of Miz, his big thing is uh, he gets schooled by Punk to start. Like there's some suplexes and some quick tags. And then Kane has like a weird show of strength where he just lifts Miz by his chin behind Kane's back. And I'm like, did you need to do that to this man? That was a that was a necessary flex. Yeah, Kane's just like, look, look at me, look what I can do with this tiny person. Look at this. Um, Punk starts the match off, and he didn't get immediately injured. So progress. Yeah. <laughs> There was it a recent progress. picture I saw where he's fucking, he's got like a T-1000 goddamn arm set up over there. My man's looking like a winter soldier. All he did was tear his tricep. Who the hell is Cole Cabana? <laughs> uh, like I said, Kane does the lift on Miz. Miz uses some speed. He runs Kane into the corner for the tag. Kind of the heels get a little bit of control. But Kane gets a scoop slam and a kick to Morrison for a two count. Punk and Kane, surprisingly good tag offense. I will say it's the recipe for a good team. It's it's Kane with a guy who's smaller and so and smaller, fast, and can run his mouth, and that's yeah, Punk. Kane Kane is Kane is always great as the big in a tag team. What we're saying is CM Punk is the X Pac of his generation. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got more heat to him. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they get like a backbreaker knee drop combo, which was really nice. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, the yeah. slingshot knee dropped. Uh, at one point, Morrison hits a blind tag, gets a neck breaker on Kane. Yep. Um, Punk gets in and starts running wild on everybody. He does like a snap power slam, a couple stand up knees. Just does a bunch of like impressive. I think at one point he does like a weird like half tope where he like yeah. kind of throws himself and then he catches himself on the top rope. He also does a simultaneous corner bulldog to Morrison while also clotheslining Miz on the apron. I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, punk and tandem offense. Name a worse combo. Um, he's he's just the way I wrote it down is punk is doing the most for near falls. Yes. It's basically and, what he was doing. And very good near falls, too. Like, like actual good near falls. Yeah, at one point, he, he tries to set up for the GTS. Miz is on the outside, pulls Punk, or grabs Punk's leg so he's not able to. Kane gets down, just fucking grabs Miz and choke slams him straight to hell on the ringside. Poor Miz. Uh, he just ate a crazy bump. <laughs> Punk, I guess, thought... Kane had just choke slammed Scott Colton for some whatever reason or whatever because he is just distracted by everything that's going on right now. Morrison uses that distraction, hits Moonlight Shine, which is like his little yeah, weird looking face buster type deal, uh, and gets the win. Yeah, it's a quick match. It's a good match, a nice little showcase. And this is exactly where Miz was at this point in his career. In the tag team, he also didn't have as much shine in the team. He would kind of be a guy who takes a lot of bumps and a lot of hits. That's where Miz Which was is at. weird because he isn't that guy. He is very no. much not the bump taker. No, especially now. Uh, they would lose the titles in, in 09 at WrestleMania. Do you remember to who? We've seen this match before. Oh, was it Carlito and Primo? It's the Colons. Yes, they <sighs> lost them to the Colons. Uh, and then he would turn on Morrison after the uh, in in April of uh, the draft because he lost a match to Kofi due to accidental interference from Morrison, and then Miz was revealed as the draft pick and left and turned on Morrison. So that turned Morrison in face, and Miz continues to be a dick. Miz would win the Money in the Bank briefcase in 2010. Were you watching in 2010? I was. I was still watching. What did you think of the Miz winning the briefcase? At the time, I mean, I I think I was like still in 2010. I was definitely at the point where I was on my way out. Yeah. Uh, there was little spikes like the Nexus stuff, all those other where I was like, oh, I got to watch now. I, I think that I, like I didn't mind the Miz winning because I didn't really think that the 2010 pool was great. Yeah. But in hindsight, perfect decision. <laughs> Who's your least favorite Money in the Bank winner? Kane. And why is why is it Otis? It's Kane. It's not Otis. It's Kane. <laughs> That's fair. Because Otis, like whatever, that was like a fucking hilarious match. Like, it was. yeah, it was used. It, it was like used basically, and the Miz got it in the end. The real answer to this is probably Mr. Kennedy. But yeah, it's just yeah, think how it, it how it all went down. I think it's Kane cashed in the same night. Why the fuck did Kane do that? And not only that, the worst part about anything with the Kane money in the bank, he beat Rey Mysterio for the fucking World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, remember when Rey Mysterio got thrown off of WWE HQ during a Money in the Bank match, and canonically yeah. should have been dead? Yeah, by Baron Corbin, but apparently there was a ledge. Yeah, and you know Rey's good at that. Anyways. Miz would cash in on the November 22nd episode of Raw in 2010 to win the WWE Championship off of 
You remember who? Randall Keith. Randall Keith. Randall, Randall Keith. Randy Orton. That leads to our next match, which ties back in with his former feud. He has a Falls Count Anywhere match on the first Raw of 2011, defending the title against John Morrison. Johnny Mundo. So much of this setup I fucking hate. It is Michael Cole heel commentator era. It is Alex Riley existing. Like, it's just, it's a bad setup all around. You're talking about that being the bad setup. That's not even the worst part. Give me the worst part. Who is paired up with heel Michael Cole? I honestly blacked it out of my memory. Matthew Bartholomew Stryker. Barth- is his middle name actually Bartholomew? No, it just rhymes with Matthew, so I just made it work. I'm going to look it up. What did you think of the match? Uh, well, I, I watched the entire thing on mute. I heard Matt Stryker and heel Michael Cole and immediately was like, this isn't happening. Um, this match, I would say to me personally, was the highlight of the Miz's uh, title run. I mm-hmm. love this match. Matt Stryker has no middle name. <laughs> That's understandable. I mean, I feel like a lot of people don't. I you probably don't. I have two, which means I have no oh, middle name sure. because the, okay. if you, the middle would actually be between the two names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you really are Portuguese. Yeah, I didn't know this match existed, and then I was looking up best Miz matches and like underrated Miz ones, and like this is the best match of his WWE title reign. I was like, okay, it's yeah. really good. It is. I mean, listen, I was really scared because I I knew that we were going to do the Miz. I really thought you were going to put the Lawler match. The no, little, no. I think it's TLC or a ladder match. I don't yeah, the, yeah. I think it's a TLC match. I thought you were going to put that. And I was like, "Fuck!" No, I, I love this match. This is a great match. I remember watching this live. Yeah. Um, it is so fucking good. It really is. It, it what it, this match really felt like to me was it was like the Miz Ziggler match, uh, but like five years before. Yeah, it, obviously like, the career wasn't on the line, but that it, it really hit like all the same beats. I feel and like. and Morrison is a natural fo- like foe for Miz. He Miz has had like some really good feuds pop up pretty organically. Morrison makes sense as yeah. an opponent. We'll we'll get to them later, but Ziggler, Brian, like these feuds that make a lot of sense, just the way the world has worked for them, and they work yeah. really well together. All those yeah. guys. And I would say those are his three best feuds. Yes. I I would agree. 100%. Though I, I also like anytime he comes for John Cena. Because it's very funny. I would say I am slightly impartial to his feud with Roman. Like, I actually kind of like it. Yeah. But it was the never-ending feud of glory. But I, I thought that Miz did a lot of his... Not his best work, because I really do think that came in his 2016 run. But I think some of the Miz is like probably his second best run of his career was that yeah. second big IC title run where he inevitably just fought Roman. So Miz meets Morrison in the aisle. Riley also gets involved, tries to hold Morrison for him. Miz accidentally hits him because Riley's a fucking goof. A baboon. A baboon. Morrison runs Miz in the set, and there's like this like new WWE logo sign just there. And Morrison, there's like a pyramid at the bottom of it. Yeah, and he smashes Alex Riley on it. And Morrison's like, that looks tall enough to jump off of, so I'm gonna jump off of it, as he should, because you and know what, does. Jeff Hardy ruined an entire generation of people. I'm looking at you, Darby Allen. I just know there are certain wrestlers who just walk into a place and go, 
What can I jump off of? Sammy Guevara is like weirdly one of those. Also, fuck Sammy Guevara. Conflicting reports. Maybe it'll be out by the time this is out. But conflicting reports about how that actually went down. Somebody said Sammy said something. Some reports just say Andrade showed up and just sucker punched him. Either way, it's Sammy's fault. <laughs> don't be such a bitch. Just don't be such a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Uh, Morrison punches Miz, crawls down the ramp. Miz gets advantage of the ring with a back elbow. Uh, he then wants a superplex. Morrison fights him off, hits a really nice missile dropkick for two. Uh, this is just turning into me being like, wow, Morrison's really good at wrestling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, at one point here, Morrison hits a disaster kick. Uh, yeah, which Cody Rhodes exists at this point, doesn't he? <laughs> like. I mean, look, man, people fucking do topes all the time. You know, like, I know, but I just I associate it so much with Cody. And I was like, yeah, that's because like, Cody is the best at it. Like, Cody's is, no one comes is, close. is so crazy good. I am very excited for him to come back. I miss watching Cody Rhodes wrestle. I really like, I'm very excited. I hope it's the Rumble. Yeah, he's, a, I think he's. It has. I've never been more confident that someone's going to return at the Rumble and win it than I am with Cody Rhodes. Obviously, we have some like very few examples of each. Would you prefer Cody to show up in the middle of the Rumble, in the last like like in the last spot, or in the first two spots? Twenty seven. The lucky spot, twenty seven. Either twenty seven or twenty eight. I would say. I thought. See, here's the thing. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love the Cena thirty spot in two thousand. It was crazy. Yeah. I think Edge returning at twenty eight. Like, I think that should be like kind of the benchmark. Where like there's still people after, but not yeah. that many. I love the AJ at three for the debut, and I was like. Oh, but that's like, a debut, though. You want true, to showcase but, that guy off as much as possible. But three is just such a power spot. So, like, hey, here's our first two guys. Who's the first like new person to join the match? Yeah. Because I, I remember in, they they did it when they brought back Bubba Ray Dudley. He was three, I think. I think so. Yeah. And it, well, it was also in Philadelphia, which is easy. Like that's the easiest thing to do in the world. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited I, for Cody I don't know. My thing back. is like. I, I think three is a good spot if you want to like showcase a, a new person or something. Like if they're yeah. bringing up someone Keep from like, along, and they're not going to win. Yeah, yeah. If Brock Breaker's coming up, you put him at three. But yeah. I think if you want Cody to return from like what's going to be probably like an eight nine month layoff or whatever, like you don't want that dude going an hour. You I know, want Car- I want Carmelo Hayes at three. I want it. Oh my god, you might get it too. To be Mel- honest, don't miss. So we had the disaster kick, like we said. Uh, Riley makes the save so Miz doesn't lose, which is all Riley is good for. <laughs> like that's Miz, what he does. More than it's a running knee. Uh, Riley pulls him out of the ring. Riley gets his ass beat. Riley gets a step up knee on the barricade. Riley is not seen for a very long time. And then we get a commercial break because this is on Raw. And then when we get back, Miz is in control with a one of the metal barricades set up on, on an angle, and Morrison gets back body dropped onto it. I was like, oh, yeah. Miz is in charge now. Okay. Yeah, they're oh. at that lower entry, like side area of the entrance ramp. The place you can up. fight in the 2K games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he just puts a barricade up against the entrance ramp. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Then, yeah, Miz is working the shoulder. Morrison knees him in the face. Uh, and then we get a hip toss in the ramp and a headshot with a milk crate. I was like, oh, we need more milk crates in wrestling. We need to use those as a, a as a weapon. Crate. I thought it was a speaker. As a milk crate. You can see the little handles and everything on it. Oh, my God. Are you sure it's not a speaker? Yeah. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. It looks like because you know when WWE has the promos, like you see in the little corner, the little speakers. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't one of those? I I thought it was a milk crate, man. I don't know. I worked at a grocery I department for a while. I've <laughs> seen many milk crates. My man, my man was at the freaking independent. Uh, I I will I will I will tell a story just because it has to do with the dairy fridge when I worked there. <laughs> uh, I was really tired after uh, a night of like video games with my friends. And I had to work the 7 a.m. shift. I think I went to bed at like 3. And I woke up at 6. And I was doing the milk and the eggs. And I sat down to try to look for like in the dairy cooler to try to find the right eggs to go out next. And I fell asleep for 20 minutes in a dairy cooler. (laughs) I was like, nobody found me. I was good. And then I was just like, the only reason I knew is because I looked at my phone. And I was like, 20 minutes had passed by. So I have taken a nap at work in the dairy cooler before. That's why I, I was very cold when I woke up. Yeah, no fucking shit. You were in the coldest part that wasn't a freezer. Me and the milk and the eggs just chilling. So that's why my eggs tasted weird. Yeah, I was sitting on them. I am the mommy. All right. Uh, wow. Morrison, Morrison fights back with right hands, clothesline, drop kick. We get a Russian leg sweep. We then get a starship paint attempt, but Miz moves. And Morrison manages to see it and land on his feet, which is impressive. Yeah, uh, Miz hits a neck breaker for a near fall. His frustration starts showing. Um, Morrison eventually gets the advantage back. Hits Starship Pain for a near fall. Yep. Uh, we had a real cool spot. So this entire time, there's been a table set up on the outside. Yeah. Morrison gets Miz out, gets him onto it, tries to go for Starship Pain through the fucking table, which was a really, really fucking cool spot. It is. Really Miz cool moves spot. out of the way. Uh, Morrison. Uh, he he just pins Morrison. He doesn't even hit a move after Morrison crashes, gets a near fall, uh, and then we go straight into the finish. Which Evan, what is the finish? Miz hits a skull crushing finale on the outside, gets the pin, retains the title. Really good match. Like I know Michael Cole went crazy. Michael Cole was too crazy. On- it, was, it was probably the best call of his career. It was not like the Miracle on Bourbon Street. It was that. Miracle on Bourbon Street is 100% Michael Cole's best call. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's probably so the, good. It's one of the best calls ever. Yeah. You know? God, that's I'm going to watch WrestleMania 30 again. All right. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're looking at WrestleMania 27, where Miz is in the main event and is the third most important person there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Back from the break, we are at WrestleMania 27. It is John Cena versus The Miz in the main event of WrestleMania. Cena had won an Elimination Chamber match, I believe, to get this title shot. 
I think that's it wasn't the rumble. It was the it was a, a elimination yeah. chamber. Yeah. Yeah, because this is that one that Edge won, and I think they opened. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that the Miz's main event is more about the host of WrestleMania, which is The Rock. He is just the host. He has no other power. That is important to remember later. <laughs> he has no other power. The clip we have includes the Hate Me Now uh, vignette before. This is it's, top five. It's, it's so top good. five, yeah. You can hate me now. Uh. Shout out to Angry Miz Girl. I hope you're doing okay. <laughs> Didn't they like bring? They like brought her back for something. For something. Like I don't know what it the was. Miz, wasn't after the Miz won again? Because then he win the title or cash in on the like ten year anniversary of him Some, cashing in on like Orton. That. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you? Like, I swear to God, they like did some shit for social media or like the bump or some shit that involved the Miz Girl. I like the bump. Hey, the bump is good. The bump gives, is good shit. The bump gives legitimately good content and actually makes wrestling feel more like a sports presentation. Like they, a lot of them want it to. Yeah. Also, like Kayla looked, Braxton's very good at her job. She is. Kayla Braxton's awesome. Anyways, uh, I love the vignette. Like it's lit. And then Miz gets to come through the inflatable awesome sign, yeah. which <laughs> as far as uh, WrestleMania entrances go, pretty dorky. <laughs> it's not cool. It's it. I fucked with it though. Cena. Everything I will say. Everything about this match, other than the match, is fucking awesome. So this is where I realized something. I've never watched this match before. <laughs> I, I, I was watching it, and I, I, I've seen the vignette, I've seen the entrances, I've seen the ending, and I'm starting, and I was like, I've, I've never sat through this whole match. And it's pretty mid. Like it's it's not great. <laughs> it's not good. It's 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 just boring. It's so thing. fucking boring. It's basically John Cena in his most boring era of wrestling. Uh and the Miz, who is look, I love the Miz. He's a great promo. He's a great partner to work with. But the problem is you've got two really like honestly, two of the all time best guys to work with. But not lead the dance, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do the all-time grades. Uh, Cena, who has never lost a one-on-one match at WrestleMania up to this point. Interesting fact. True. And He's had like he, three. True. His intro is a choir and a DMX song. <laughs> what? He's got the choir and, and like DMX doing voiceover work. And I was like, what oh, the okay. fuck is going on? Also, the second Cena's theme hits. The just uninterrupted booze. I, I don't understand. I, I, I just don't get it. This man is the greatest wrestler of all time. What are yeah, we doing here? Yeah, but at this people? point, he sucked. <laughs> no. People were didn't. tired of him. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. The actual like in-ring stuff you said, you, said, you, you really nailed it. Both guys are good. Neither one is great at this in this particular moment in time. I think both of them have significantly better matches on the resume. But yeah. this is just it's it's really tame because it's just waiting for the ending. There's a there's a long feeling out process. Yeah, um, very long between these two. I mean, Miz hits the is a corner clothesline at one point. Yeah. Cena comes back with like a knee to the ribs, gut wrench suplex. Gut wrench, gut wrench bomb was good. Yeah. 
Um, Miz hits a Hiranaki. Yeah. Didn't know he had that in his arsenal. Uh, he goes for another corner clothesline. Cena avoids it. Goes up top. Hits the flying leg drop for a near fall. I, I hate this move. My thing with it is it's like someone who isn't athletic trying to do something. It's like whenever I see Tom Brady run. You know? Yeah. It's like you're just not supposed to do that, man. It's like when people like bigs in basketball who aren't good dribblers like lead like become point guards for a minute. Okay, and Andre like, whoa, Drummond. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you trying to run the floor? Like yeah, get the fuck out of here. Victor Wenbenyama. The other thing is the you have to show this from the right angle because if you leave it on the full ring too long, you see the Miz is just sitting there like he's about to throw up. Like that's how you have to sit and wait for it. Like you're about to hurl. And it's almost as if just the tree of woe stomp. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. It's just the setup is ridiculous. And the thing is, if Cena would sometimes hit it that way or sometimes hit a leg drop to a guy who was on the ground or just getting up, it would be fine. But he always waits for the guy to get all the way up to like white girl about to twerk position and then hits the leg drop. My thing is, I. I wholeheartedly believe that the tree of woe stomp should only be like can only be like really executed well against one person, and that's Drew McIntyre because Drew does the tree of woe like belly to belly, yeah, like in every match. <laughs> so I'd say he's going for that. No, fuck you, stomp. That's when it. That's the only time it works. Cena then hits the the diving shoulder blocks. He's doing the five moves of doom thing. He does that, puts the hand up. You can't see me. Five knuckle shuffle. Hey, the fans were into it. What he did the five knuckle shuffle. Thank you very much. The fu gets avoided, and Miz yes. hits a really nice DDT for a two. Yeah, I do. I do love the kick. He, he like kicks him in the gut, and then uh, I love the Miz DDT where he just like takes out your knee and then just decides fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Miz takes a turnbuckle pad off. Cena with an inside cradle gets the visual win. Always important to get the visual win because the ref was distracted. Miz kicks out at two once Kyoto notices what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Cena trips up Miz, puts on the STF. My God, this is one of the worst STFs. It's one of the worst STFs. It's so fucking bad. Miz Miz, gets the rope. Miz has like, Miz could have a ZZ top beard. And Cena's <laughs> arms still wouldn't wouldn't touch it. You know what I mean? Like it's just not locked in. Oh my god! Miz uh, gets to the rope. Alex Riley gets on the apron. Um, he's he like grabs Cena, sends him into the exposed steel, which obviously Kyoto didn't see. Miz hits the um, skull crusher finale for a near fall. He goes for it again. Cena gets out, sends Miz a ref bump. Sends Miz into a ref bump. Uh, Cena hits the FU for nobody. No ref. Yeah. Just no ref. Uh, Alex Riley gets in the ring with the briefcase. Um, he hits Cena in the head. Kyoto recovers. Slow count. You know what's happening. Two count. Uh, Riley with the distraction. Miz wants to hit Cena with the briefcase. Cena dodges. Riley gets hit. FU by Cena. Miz survives. Nice. I was like, oh. It's. It, I mean, this, match is, also, this match, match is also really weird when you know what's going to happen. But I'm like, if I was watching this for the first time, 
that would have probably gotten me. Well, I mean, hey, cool. you were watching it for the first time. But if I didn't know what was going to happen, if I didn't have, <laughs> if I didn't have the vision, I've got my eyes. Cena uh, charges at Miz on the floor, hits a clothesline over the barricade. Or sorry, uh, uh, yeah, Cena hits a clothesline over the barricade. Miz tried to climb over the barricade. Cena ran after him, tackled Miz over onto the uh, the concrete by the fans. Double countout. And the Rock's music hits. In my mind, I'm like, wrap this shit up. Give Miz the title. That's how it ends. See ya. In the main event of WrestleMania. Rock is here. And as is the Raw Anonymous General Manager, which existed during this time, which I will have you all remember, is is canonically Hornswoggle under the ring. I think it doesn't matter what you think. Rock restarts the match with pinfalls and submissions only. No DQ, because there's no way WrestleMania ends like that. And the fans are like, yeah, obviously. (laughs) They also showed The Rock's wife uh, in the crowd. Oh, they they did. Yeah. Shout out to Lauren. Yeah. Uh, Cena wants an F you right away. But Rock, who again, is not the general manager, is not any of these, is the host. Hey, admittedly... You know, the New Day did bring the Hardy Boys into a match. And I can't fault my boys for that, okay? I can't fault them. Come on. Rock hits a rock bottom on Cena, because that's what this whole thing was leading up to. This was all an angle to get to once in a lifetime that wasn't happening once (laughs) next year. That's all it was. Oh, my God. Miz Miz retains the title with a move he didn't even hit. The way we got there, Cena lifts uh, Miz up for an FU. Miz gets uh, Miz like grabs the rope, gets to the apron. He counters by grabbing the rope. Uh, like he, he counters the rope or grabs the rope, guts to the apron. Rock sneaks in behind Cena, hits the rock bottom. Which, by the way, the the Cena just eating another Uranagi and that being the finish of the match. Yeah, but it's a super Uranagi by the Rock. It's a Uranagi with style. Falling with style. Miz crawls over, gets the pin. One, two, three. It sucks. Rock confronts what are you, what are Miz. Are thinking? The two and a half? Rock lays his ass out. Give it give it two and a quarter. Oh, Jesus. Miz would lose the title to Cena. It would be an extreme rules in a triple threat cage match. Also with Morrison in it. Go watch that match. It's not bad. I've seen that match. Haven't seen this one. Uh, Miz would form Awesome Truth, which was surprisingly good. Yeah, with the cigarette smoke and our our truth. Uh, he would win the IC title, turn face, which was not good, not good at all. Miz can't be face. It's just not. Miz I'm was like, actually, admittedly, remember the the stretch with Shane McMahon where he was a baby face. It I worked. was about to say the only time he could be face is against Shane McMahon because that works perfectly. No, because they were face team together. Yeah, it's not even it, against Shane. I hated. They it. were a face team together. I didn't like no, it, and I, I liked it I when liked he was against team. Shane. I liked the team a lot. He would then do the Hollywood A-lister gimmick uh, with stunt double Miz Dow. He would win the IC title the night after WrestleMania 32, which included the return of his wife Maurice, which makes Miz's presentation oh. so much better. Maurice completes him, especially as his manager. Then it's time for his turn on the blue brand in 2016, which is the run of his career. The run of Miz's fucking life. You know what promo we're going to talk about. We're at Talking Smack, August 23rd, 2016. 
It's Miz going off on Brian. It's I I saw it live. Yeah, me too. Because uh, this was the point of SmackDown Live where, where like everything was must see. Smack yeah. Smack uh, talking Smack the show itself. Any of the YouTube content that you could get, it was all good. I know I've mentioned it before. This was when I was the SmackDown like news and writer person for Daily DDT. That's what I was doing at this time. Yeah. We beforehand I had done the SmackDown and NXT reviews. They're like, well, after the brand split, do you want to just take one? I was like, yeah, I'll take SmackDown. They do the draft, and I was like, this is the best show on television right now. Admittedly, I remember in the moment the consensus was pretty Smack much that Raw. No, that Smack Raw was fleeced. the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is absolutely insane <laughs> because SmackDown won and it's not even like SmackDown was by far the better show at that point. Yeah. Brian says that Miz wrestles like a coward. Yeah. And that is the thing that sets off Miz. Also, poor Renee. I'm a coward. And I'm her face. Coward? Renee is just like trying to settle things down. <laughs> Because it was a shoot for everyone except the Miz. Yeah. And that's why. And to give a little backstory, Miz and Brian, not friends. To this they day, I, oh, think they're, they're, I think they're friends now more than they were then. I would say that they have always been friendly, cordial, but they're not like boys. They're not boys. And I think this touches on some real. Maybe animosity, maybe just like a real difference of opinion on the, in these two guys in terms of how they view wrestling. Yeah. And there, I mean, listen, if you were to take the two polar extremes of pro wrestling, you would get these two. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is the workhorse in ring. I'm going to do all this shit because I love wrestling. Wrestling. And Miz is, I'm the entertainer. I love this business, but I'm in it for the entertainment aspect of it. Yeah. Ryan says Miz is the WWE style and that he's soft. Brian, Miz then talks about cowards. It's like, the reason I wrestle the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out. Let me tell you about a coward. Also, the fact that this has a genius page proves this is a good promo. Yeah. Let me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, people that he loves, that he'll be back. He promises them, I promise you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? I, I would if they would clear me. And I love it because they said, why don't you then quit and go to the bingo halls with your indie friends, which he would do later. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. They're coming to Boston on the 9th, and I'm going to be there. 9th of when, November? Yes. I should drive to Boston. I got nothing going on. <laughs> I'm double. Well, it's, it's a week and a half uh, before uh, Full Gear. And I just know the main event of Full Gear is pretty much going to be Moxley and MJF. So I'm probably going to get a good promo out of that one. It would. Uh, also, Renee tries to break it up. And in the most polite way, but still super fucking angry, Miz tells her to sh just shut up. He's uh, like, me and the general manager have it. Thank you, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. That is the most respectful shutdown I have ever seen. Like, to be that angry and still be like, but my anger is not towards Renee. Let me yeah. be nice to her. 
in um, this moment. He he basically says Brian calls him a coward, but he's the one that walks away every single time as then, Brian is walking off the set. Walking away. Miz then gets the camera on him and builds up the IC title in a way that it has never been built up before. The 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 line at the end, it's the whole ending part when he's when he tells the camera to get here. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. And I swear to you, I promise you it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids out for the tag team titles and the Women's Championship and WWE Championship. This is my show. My My show. show. And I'm sick of all of you. My GM sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in, day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. People on the internet lost their fucking minds. And for the right reason. It's thank you very much. It's the single best acting performance of Miz's career. And I'm counting all the Marines. It is. It really is art. Like this is. This is his. This is his best promo of his career. This is probably the best promo. uh, WWE wise. It's, It's in the top five best promos of the last like. Five six years. Oh, I would go further. I don't think it's the best. I think this is a top five promo since WWF turned to WWE. Period. Wow. Period. I think based on delivery stakes, how the feuds ended up developing from there, the way that it built up the IC title, the way that like it got Miz and Maurice over in just an incredible way. I think since WWF switched to E. This has a spot in the top five. You know what is a promo that like came and went that I think is legitimately one of the best promos I've heard in probably years in WWE? The Kevin Owens promo that he cut on Austin Theory like about a month ago, three weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, in like that was amazing. Week two of the Triple H reign. <laughs> that was one of the best promos I've heard in a very long time. It was incredible. We are going to take a break. When we get back, the fallout of this uh, this promo, both in a match against Ziggler and a match two years later against that coward GM. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Back from the break. We are at No Mercy 2016. It is Miz versus Ziggler. A career versus IC title match. Uh, and there was genuine belief at this time that Ziggler was leaving for, let me just check my notes. Contract purposes. His contract wasn't renewed. Yeah, but they said he was going to go and do Fox News and stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is 
was that company? He was having he was having legit contract <laughs> stuff at this point in time. And you're gonna go to Fox News and your terrible comp from everything I've heard, people are like he is not a conservative, by the way. No, and Ziggler pe- is not a conservative. People man. have said that Ziggler's comedy is not great. <laughs> he very much strikes me as a guy who's just trying too hard. I think Ziggler's probably really funny out with the boys. Like you, Ziggler's out with the night, and you're like, man, Dolph's got some good lines, you know. Whatever. But the thing is, he strikes me as the guy who tries to be the funniest, but isn't the funniest. He's like second. That's fair. That's you fair. Know? What the fuck is Dolph's real name? I forget. Nick, because uh, he was Nicky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his his brother is, is fucking, Ryan Nemeth. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Nemeth. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? This match. Ziggler had the people in the palm of his hand at this point. In like Ziggler was over his balls. Twenty brother, that run from post uh, Survivor Series, uh, twenty fourteen, everything after that until I would say, you know, when he turned heel and had that feud with Seth Rollins. Yeah, that is probably like I I can't even describe that time period to anyone because it doesn't really make sense. It's he was over. Like three years before that whole period even started, yeah. and you know he's been over in little spurts throughout his entire career. But that run, that is the run. That is the time period where you're like, if this guy's ever going to be a world champ, like a legit world champion, it has to be here. We he we were wasn't. all on board at any given time for like four, like a five year span where it's like if they heat up Ziggler even a little bit, everybody's on board. We're all in. Yeah. Everybody, we're all like, we fucking love Dolph. Let's do the thing. He's fucking uh, great. The thing with Dolph is like he's a he's a good promo. I don't say I don't think Dolph Ziggler is a great promo. I think he tries a little promo. too hard. Um, he's a great wrestler. He's one yeah. of the greatest sellers of all time. And honestly, I think he makes a very compelling case for being the greatest seller of all time. Yeah. I still think it's Sean, but he's fucking incredible. This match is built between two people from Hollywood, California, and Hollywood, <laughs> Florida. Which Even they're both from Cleveland, which is a lot like Paris, Ontario versus Paris, France. Paris, One of Texas, them is good. Getting. One of them is not. I don't Even know anything l- about Paris, Ontario, but I feel like you're in hater mode right now. I am in hater mode right now. Paris, Ontario is really close to where I grew up and it sucked. <laughs> hater. London, Ontario. That's not bad. London, Ontario is pretty good. Sh- listen, I, I think I drove by London, Ontario. Um, you would have seen a sign for it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, Ontario is way too fucking big. You guys need to do something about this. <laughs> I remember explaining to you a long time ago when I lived in Thunder Bay that, like, I drove. Is, I want, by the way, there was a comp. Because, like, I've always thought, like, the way that you described it to me, North Bay is, like, very far. Yeah. And then I saw a sign where I was like, okay, what? Like, when we were getting close to the resort, I saw a sign. It's like, uh, North Bay is, like, uh, like uh, 88 mile or kilometers away or, or whatever the fuck it was. It, it was very far yeah. or like a decent distance away. And then the, uh, the sign beneath it, like it's one of those that lists them yep. by distance. The last one was Thunder Bay and it was like uh, 1,551 kilometers away. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? And I have driven the Thunder Bay to North Bay a couple of times in a single day. And, it sucks. and now you are probably married to the person you did that trip for. I am 100% married to that person. Um, this is the last of our matches that we see with Miz as the IC champion. And I need to know, 
Where does Miz rank on the IC champions list for you? Number one. Uh, number one. I love everything. Of, don't get me wrong. I love the new generation era with Bret Hart. Whenever I think of the IC, there's a difference. I think that there's a big difference between who comes to mind first and who is the best. Okay. I think Miz is the best IC champion. When I think of the IC title, my mind immediately still goes to the Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect uh, yep. title. One, because I love that title. And I love the look of it all, yeah. Yeah, and two, it's because like, you know, when we're growing up, that's really like the 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 thing that we're thinking of, you know, when, yeah. when we're watching wrestling in the early mid 2000s, we're still like, you know, they're always talking about, oh, this is the title that was built up by these guys all the way back, Shawn Michaels, all these other people. The Miz is the IC title, though. No one yeah. has built up that title from nothing in the way the Miz has. He's done it like three different times. Mine are always Miz, Perfect, Jericho. Because I think Jericho did a lot of good work with the IC title. Yeah. And weirdly, Wade Barrett always comes to mind. In my mind. I'm always like, there's Wade. Uh, He's know, got the, the IC title for the, a bit. The disrespect to the, the 2000s. Uh, IC title. That is the that is still my favorite version of that. By the way, people hate yeah. it. I love that version of the belt. It's my favorite one. I think of the uh, fucking Shelton Benjamin with it. I think Shelton. Like, he's and the I, and one that of, comes to my head. And I think of Randy Orton because Orton looks so good when he got the IC strap. Is like yeah. that, I'm like that's perfect. Ever. Yeah, he did. Um, this match, going back to it, is you and I were talking before we started recording. Starts out a little slow in that you're like, oh, you, the first half of this match, I was like, this just isn't as good as I remember it being. And then the back half happens. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's kind of gloss over the first half. It's good. Where do you want to pick it up? Like, what's the first yeah, thing like, where, like you the know, action the, turns? Miz is really trying to set up like a slingshot powerbomb for a lot of it. The yeah. Maurice, by the way, looks fucking amazing. Good lord. Has forever. Oh my god. And she the worst thing is she just looks better with age and I don't understand how this works, but yeah. like god, Michael, you lucky man. Um the, you know Dolph does like a foley clothesline on the ring. We get a hangman neckbreaker. Yeah. Uh at one point commentary says to starts comparing Dolph to fucking Flair and Michaels because of the career stuff. Uh Miz I mean, I guess we could pick up right around um the Rough Rider. Dolph yes. is the Rough Rider. And I think that's kind of where it starts turning. Because then there's an exposed turnbuckle. Yes. Dolph, Dolph hits it. Miz finally hits the slingshot powerbomb for a near fall. Miz, of course, using a lot of Daniel Bryan offense. Because that's how he got heat. One of the ways. Yeah. Uh, and he was doing the Especially yes. At this he, point. he misses the last one. Ziggler hits a zigzag for a two. Crowd's hot. Ziggler goes for a roll up. Then a sleeper, which I forgot Ziggler just like genuinely used for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And like and there's a stretch there in the early 20 suns when he was win with it. And then Maurice sprays Ziggler in the face with perfume. Uh, so I remember in that feud, the I think it might have been the last match they had together or one of the matches before this one they had together. Maurice used the spray. I think it might have been the pay-per-view before this. Yeah. So I think the spirit squad came back between the, that match and this one. Also, yeah, the fact that this era of SmackDown brought brought back the Spirit Squad and the Headbangers. Yeah, we 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 are in though. We are in on this. Um, yes. Uh, he did. Yes, yeah, Skullcrusher finale. 
Dolph gets his foot on the rope. Uh, at one, one point, one of my favorite of those types of falls, by the way. Ziggler yeah. is out cold. His eyes are closed, which that's always a tell for me when they're by the ropes. Is I'm like, if you're looking at the rope, I know what you're doing. Ziggler's eyes are closed, and he just swings his leg over. What's your favorite near fall? Like what type of near fall, or like the, like like yes, but also like moment. Like what 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 is your favorite near fall ever? When I thought Neville was going to win the WWE Championship, that is Rollins. the exact one that I had because Rollins did not kick out and his foot wasn't overtly on the rope. Yep, I was it like, is. oh my god, Neville's going to win this. Neville just won the WWE title, and then it, it didn't is. happen. And it took me like five seconds for it to sink in, and I was like, I literally like. I was in my living room, on like standing up, like kind of hunched over a little bit, like oh my god. Also, I love bastard Pock. He's the best. Neville, oh god, amazing little little superhero Neville, brought me back to being like nine years old. Yeah. Every time I saw him, I'm like, I want you to win so goddamn bad. Like, <laughs> I can't explain. I want you to win so bad. <laughs> uh, he is genuinely the wrestler. Like, I'm going to, like I said, I was going. I'm going to the dynamite. And the Rampage taping. Uh, I yeah. think it might be a taping. I don't know. It might be live. But uh, next uh, next month on the 9th. And I, I... Number one is MJF. I want to see MJF more than anybody. Yeah. But I am so desperately hoping that Pac and Phoenix have a match. Because oh, yeah. I need to see both of those men <laughs> wrestle live. I just do. I also feel like you're going to be super hyped to see the acclaimed. Oh, I've already told my buddy I'm getting a Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt. There's no way I'm not getting a Scissor Me Daddy Ass shirt. Wrestling fans, we're so weird. Um, So right after that near falls where I just wrote, this match rules. Because it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miz, Miz- uh, takes off Dolph's boot. Yes. Uh, Dolph hits just a barefoot super kick. And then here comes Kenny and Mikey of the Spirit Squad. Maurice calls to the back to get them those jealous hacks. Because we couldn't afford to get them all. Super kick to Mikey. Skull crushing finale, but Ziggler survives. Miz manages to get one, but Ziggler survives. Kenny tries to punch Ziggler without ha- distracting the ref, which is just wh- heel 101. How do you forget to distract the ref, dog? Well, there's only one of him. I don't know, man. Um, the ref kicks him and Maurice out of here. In all of the commotion, we get a beautiful, beautiful thing, which is the Miz is distracted by this. He's obviously heated. He turns around. And absolutely eats Dolph Ziggler's foot straight to his goddamn mouth. That is one of the best super kicks I have ever seen. Ziggler falls on him. One, two, three. Gets the pin. Now, I feel like we need to ask Brian Hebner from Refn It Up. Is the best thing a ref can do when you get to do the toss out of people? Because the ref here milks it. He's like, you, and you. He's pointing like he's goddamn Hogan in the 80s. And you, and you all gotta go. And the crowd pops. They loved it. I need to tell you right now, there is no one that loves a good kickout spot more than Aubrey. Yeah? That woman loves kicking people out. Especially, like, the the Jericho Appreciation Society. I think she's only kicked them out, like, once or twice. But it is just anything involving Jericho, she's always the referee. Yeah, that's uh, true. But she absolutely loves kicking people out. She, like, like I, I sort of got it. It's like Hogan, like, freaking charging up. And then she's like, get out of here. 
Miz loses the IC title. He'd get it back. It's what he does. But our last match is SummerSlam 2018. Daniel Bryan, medically cleared to wrestle, would go up against The Miz in a feud that we were destined to see if Bryan was ever cleared again. This is my question for you. Once we actually got to see them fight. It was so disappointing. I've never been... This is legitimately the most disappointing feud I've in the history of pro wrestling for me. I the, It was a two-part question. Did it meet up to your expectations? Clearly not. No. Did you think it was going to be able to? I did. I Okay. Because I, I always temper my expectations with The Miz a little bit. Just because I realize like all of his good stuff is going to come from the microphone, not yeah. the ring. So I, I I don't go into this expecting a five star, four and a, even not even a four and a half star like blow off incredible match, like that is what the beauty of the Dolph Ziggler match is. Not obviously that's the best match that the Miz has ever had, but it is also just this thing where I like my expectations were like okay this is probably gonna be like a four star match you know it'll be it'll be good but it yeah. won't be great because the Miz is in it. And then they do that. They take the roof off the place. It's one of the best matches of the, of the last six years or however long it's been. Six years. Um, yeah. The thing with this is I tempered my expectations a little bit because obviously the Miz. But also, like, Brian just got back, you know? By that point, this is, like, he's, like, on month three of his return, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, my, my expectations weren't so high. But fuck me, the way that they booked it, was so bad that everything about it like there wasn't a good i don't think there was ever a really good promo building yep. up to it like they were, they were just the video package was incredible but like they just did not capitalize on anything and then they, they bring in the wives into it they have that mixed tag match it's just a bunch of they they they, they had the bag the bag of all bags and they fumbled it and it's crazy in terms of actual action in the ring where do you want to pick up? Do you want to do the whole the whole match? We or? can just do the whole thing, I guess. It's, it's, yeah, we're not picking up from anywhere that's any different than the beginning. Like, uh, it, Miz Miz gets a cheap shot as Lil Nate separates them. Then he gets some yes kicks in the corner. He tries to copy Daniel's drop kicks. Brian stops him after one. He gets his own yes kicks. It was a lot. Of, it's a lot of that too, where it's like it's Miz, a being, Miz being a shithead, and Daniel catches him, and then he gets a little bit of control, and then Miz gets it back, like. Yeah, he came back. Uh, Miz comes back with a knee to the midriff at one point here. Uh, tried to lock in the submission. Um, the what? What is it? The the surfboard? Am I blinking? Yeah, well, yeah, the surfboard. Um, and Brian just won't let it out. Or at one point, he does, and he put powers it out. Yeah, yeah, Brian powers out of it. Uh, he puts on his own surfboard to show him how it's done. Brian, the the tragedy of the surfboard with Daniel Bryan is that no one puts it on better than he does, but mm-hmm. no one knows how to sell it better than he does, and he can't do it to himself. <laughs> yeah, um, the two the, at one point they go to the top rope. Um, Miz drops Brian, and he like kind of lands awkwardly on his head. <laughs> And you could tell it really affected the crowd. Yeah, they're like, oh, was a, oh shit. Um, uh, Miz with a cravat on Brian for a while. Yeah, like a yeah. while. You know what my problem with this match really was is this is a heated feud. It's the it's the it's the thing that I always complain about with these big time blow off match feuds is 
you can't just have a normal wrestling match. Yeah. You can't. There's too much bad blood here. This is 2018. At this point, they're running on like eight years worth of bad blood between these two characters. And they yet. need to do something. And they are just going out there and it's like fucking NWA wrestling. Like, oh, come on, man. Come on. It's just, it's not, it's not what it should be. Brian gets some chops. Miz with the backbreaker, neckbreaker combo. One of my favorite moves that's in his arsenal. It's great. Uh, then, you know, Miz punching Brian. Brian fights to his feet, keeps kind of staggering around. Miz takes too long. Brian gets to do his comeback. He's got the corner backflip, big clothesline, top rope Frankensteiner for a two. I feel like anytime Brian gets to the top rope, people get nervous, especially right yeah. at this point. So, like, he'd just come back. We're like, holy shit. Now, if Danielson does anything, I'm like, hey, he's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, there was a stretch there like a couple months ago where I was like, please just please Brian, stop. Just take it easy. Uh, please don't put him in there with anyone that's going to murder him. Um, Brian uh, at one point hits a, a back suplex. He gets to the top. Um, he, he tries going, or I, I think Miz uh, tried going for a superplex. Brian hung him upside down, uh, hit him with a bunch of yes kicks. Yep. Uh, hits the drop kick, then the back suplex uh, off the top um, for a near fall. Goes right back into it with the yes kicks. Miz reverses the final one. Hits his quick DDT. Uh, Miz then, does yes kicks. Yeah. Miz Brian yes leans kicks. into them. Pops up. He's, Brian slaps the shit out of him, which is admittedly <laughs> my favorite part of probably the whole match. Uh, then a dragon screw. Brian wants the yes lock. Miz with a slingshot in the turnbuckle. Skull crushing finale. Brian survives. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yep. Um, they get on the apron. Uh, Brian starts hitting Miz with kicks. <laughs> Miz ducks down. Brian uh, hits the ring post and he hurts his leg. I have seen this guy. He shows up every once in a while on like, my Discover page on Instagram and he's like training his shins by kicking oh, trees. Yeah. And it just... Maybe nothing makes me more uncomfortable. Like I f- There's no, no bone that looks more breakable to me than my own shins. <laughs> Which is weird because I the shin is probably the strongest bone in your body. <laughs> But it's just it just feels like it's it feels like it's gonna go at any given time. <laughs> You're like, I need to double my milk intake because I don't trust it. I need to be like my boy Kurt Angle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Brian ends up kicking the ring post and hurts like yeah. hell. Miz brings him back in, slaps on a figure four. Brian reverses the hold because, as we know, it flips the pressure. Someone explain this to me scientifically. We have talked about this on this podcast many a times. It just doesn't make fucking sense. I need sense. William Regal to explain it to me in kayfabe. Man with the mask. Or man with the mask. Yes. You look scrumptious, you little lily pie. You. Roll up, Miz kicks out, some quick counters. Brian does his diving elbows, to the, like the driving elbows to the side of Miz's head. Yeah. Yes, lock. Miz gets to the rope, even with Brian punching him in the head repeatedly. That is commitment. Yeah. Uh, at one point, he tried fighting Brian, but Brian he just did. <laughs> did not give a shit. Start then we kind of really go into the finish. You you go into the finish for us. Uh, the action, they got to the outside. Um, Maurice was there. Maurice hands uh, uh, Miz a pair of brass knuckles. Uh, Brian goes for a suicide dive. Miz punches him with the brass knuckles, gets into the ring, pins him, wins. It just felt really flat because the shot happens technically on the outside. Miz then has to run out, 
give the knuckles back, run back in and make the pin. It just feel it, it feels really flat. It sucked. I'm not gonna lie. It just wasn't. <laughs> it's just I, again. This is. I was really excited for that match. That was probably my favorite, the most anticipated match I had going to SummerSlam 2018. Which Me too. I think SummerSlam 2018 was the Fatal Four Way Monster one, right? The the Brock, uh, Roman, Braun, Samoa Joe. Joe match. I think so. I'm gonna double check on that one. Or was that like the Fatal Five Way that had like Bray, Balor? No, that was just Reigns versus Lesnar. Oh, it was just straight up? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So that's the one that Roman wins the the Universal then. Because that's that's when he beats Brock. Yeah, the other ones on the the card were like uh, Samoa Joe beats Styles by DQ. Good lord. Uh, Yeah, Rollins faced Ziggler for the IC title. (sighs) New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Rousey versus Bliss. Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. What the hell? <laughs> I, did I like just delete 2018 SummerSlam from my memory? Like I don't remember any Probably. of this. That shit. doesn't sound like that great of a show outside of like Rollins, Ziggler, and uh, what's it? The Bludgeon Brothers New Day match is probably yeah. Good. Like I don't remember any of that. Anyways, what a weird. I time. remember Roman beating Brock. I just didn't. I for some reason I didn't remember it was this year. It's probably next year. Yeah. Although no, that that next year was Rollins beating Brock. Miz has gone on to do lots of things. You know, he's taken some breaks to go do some acting. He does some. He's been babyface again. That was the whole Shane McMahon thing. He's gone back to being a shithead heel. Yeah. He you know now jobs out to a Paul brother, but does hit a skull crushing finale on him. So that's nice. He's teamed up with Tommaso Ciampa right now. Which is really weird. I don't know why Chompa would like fucks with this. It, but you know what? I just think we're inevitably going to get to a DIY reunion at some point. So. I don't think it's fair for us to talk about is Miz great? Because he is. That, like, oh, that's un- unquestioned. Do you yeah. think Miz has finally gotten his due? I do. Um, it, but in my opinion, Miz is probably the best wrestler of his specific generation. That that like him, Zack Ryder, Dolph Ziggler, Cody Rhodes, uh, Drew McIntyre, like that era, the, the yeah. guys who came up in that time period. Uh, I think Sheamus is in that time period as well. Like I think he's the best of the bunch of that crop. Um, obviously, I'd say, I'd say he's the most successful. I think, in my opinion, he's the best. Like I, I think he's the greatest of that bunch. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love Cody. I love Sheamus. Drew has obviously come around to, to really make his career or something. Yeah. But th- I think The Miz is just like at a point. Like I, I think the only one of those guys who's even in contention with him is going to be Cody. Because I think Cody yeah. still has like this next like really mega run that he's about to go on when he gets back from injuries. Yeah. But – the Miz is just at a level like he really is one of those guys like, you know, we, we just had the, the NBA 75 come out last year. Yeah. Like the Miz is one of those guys where if you look at the entirety of wrestling, he's like, you know, he's probably in that range where like Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson is like you. You would think he's in like the, 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 the late 20s into the 30s range of that. He, you know, he's he's the Bernard King. Of WWE is definitely like in the 60s of that list. We, we have to be honest with ourselves. He's, you know what I mean, though, right? He's like in that yeah. like 30 ish yeah. types range. Where, where so we if you were like doing, that. let's say, just even strictly WWE, 
and you had to say these are the top X number of superstars of all time, you would start putting the Miz in there around 30? I would put him, like, after any time after 25, I would say I'm extremely okay with. I'm going to give you some random names. From just and just think of their WWE. Oh, well, tell twenty, maybe twenty. Honestly, with just WWE, I'm gonna say just WWE stuff. You tell me if you would put Miz ahead of this person on your list. So you start off with John Cena. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do. So, so, there's some obvious ones that I think aren't. He's not gonna be ahead of. I'm talking Cena. I'm talking Taker. I'm talking Austin. Yeah. You know those guys. Mick Foley. No. Um, I, I know he is more successful than Mick Foley, but I think the impact of Mick Foley is too great compared to The Miz. Big Show. Yes, I would put him, I would rate him ahead of Big Show, personally. Kane. I think that Kane Big Show, uh, like, pre, who else would you throw in there? Like, fucking... Uh, I genuinely think the two of them are like a like a pair. Almost. Yeah, they're like a pair almost. Like because like Taker's I, I, better than them, and then and, and it's them. And, but yeah. they're, they're they're like the you know they're like the number three guy on a team. You know that, yeah. that's that's the way. And I would say the Miz is very much like a number three guy on a team. And I think at that when you're at that range, you're like in the twenties. I, I would rate Kane over. Uh, I would rate Kane over him, obviously. But I think I think he's ahead of I think he's somewhere behind Kane, but ahead of Big Show. That's where I would place the Miz. Couple more. Batista. I would take the Miz just because Batista's career wasn't didn't have the longevity. Fair, fair. Last one. Actually, two more. Mysterio. No, because I think Rey Mysterio's total career impact, like Rey Mysterio, inspired. Like three generations worth of high flyers, yeah. and will continue to do so. Kofi Kingston. Yes, I put him over Kofi. I think, like, I think they the, the reason why I would break them is obviously over Kofi. One, Mike skills, not even they're not even. Yeah, that's fair. Anywhere near. Kofi's gotten much better, but yeah, it's not. Um, I would say is because I think that they've done the exact same amount of work in the mid card. Yeah, but Miz has also been like a perennial main eventer. If you got to put tag teams in, would you put New Day ahead of The Miz? Tag team? Like, if you got to rank The New Day as a team... I would still say no, probably. That's blasphemous, and I hate you. Miz right. main evented WrestleMania, man. <laughs> like, at some point, we just gotta give some respect to this dude. But what is the power of positivity? Anyways... That's this week's episode. Go and follow the podcast wherever you're listening to this episode. You made it all the way through. You should give us a rating, five stars. You should subscribe to the podcast. Check out the boys. Fullpresswrestling.com for all your wrestling stuff. It's also where we put all the links to the matches so you can go and watch them. Fullpressshot.com. You can get some merch and support the boys. Javier, where can people find you on social media? I'm on the Twitter machine at Sports. Sauce the boys some follows, baby. Sauce me a follow. Tell me congratulations on getting married. Follow me on Twitter, at it 7 Gomes, I-T-S-E-V-A-N-G-O-M-E-S. Follow the podcast, most importantly, at Crossbody of Work on the Twitter. Now, next week, do you know who we got next week? Uh, Yes, it is fucking... I switched oh them, no. so you got to double check Bull and make Nakano? sure. Is it Bull Nakano? It is Bull Nakano next week. You said you switched them? I didn't even know that. I would have guessed Bull yeah. Nakano. Regardless. Bull Nakano is next week, so we are going to look into, I feel like a name that everybody knows. If you Paige's know any wrestler, wrestler. 
If you know any wrestling history, you're like, I know Bull Nakano. You've heard of the name. But we've how seen much her wrestling... on this podcast a couple times. We've seen her, I think, against Manami Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to dive into her career. I'm very excited to check it out because, again, I think I've seen very few Bull Nakano matches. So I'm, I'm stoked. I just know that she is Soraya Page, whatever you want to call her, is favorite wrestler she's the reason that she is in wrestling aside from her family i was gonna say aside from being born into a wrestling family yeah. uh shout out to florence Pugh, javier we've reached that part of the episode everyone's favorite life advice with javier any final words for the people oh my god i have so much knowledge that i want to give it's been two <laughs> weeks worth basically of, of generating and building of actually knowledge. it's been three realistically yeah of 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 getting to this point um Man, where do I where do I go with this one? I mean, maybe I maybe I conserve them and I spr- I sprinkle them out throughout the next couple of weeks. But this week's life advice with Javier, since it's still fresh, since it happened this past weekend, go in Canada. Uh, myself and, and and my and my lovely girlfriend, we stopped by Niagara Falls, first time for either of us, and I made the tragic mistake of staying on the American side because yeah. I didn't know I don't know anything about the falls. I I didn't do any research into the falls. I didn't know anything uh, about how the setup of the falls were. I just thought water was falling, and it was the same <laughs> for everybody. But nope, uh, it's actually not that because if you if you go to Niagara Falls and you're on the American side, you'll realize you're on the part where the water is falling. You don't even get to see the base. You don't get to see where all the water is actually falling, going towards. You're just on the ledge of the water, basically. And it's like, yeah. fuck. And I was there, and, and I did that, and then I, I came through across the border. Admittedly, as I was going through that rainbow bridge, I like took a little little glance to my left, saw the waterfall, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking sick. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, didn't stop on the Canadian side because I was like, fuck this. I got to go to Canada. I've already been driving for like six hours, more like seven hours, whatever it's been at that point. That's right. By the way, do not go from Boston to fucking Huntsville, Ontario. You will be driving a very, very long time. Space your, space your trips out. And also, you know, research. Just make sure you go to the right place to see the right attractions. I feel like that's the advice this week. Do your research. I hey, I drove by Canada's Wonderland at one point, and I was like, I really want to fucking stop right now. It's lit. Canada's Wonderland is super amusement fun. Amusement parks. Yeah, it's, and it's Kelly very is fun. not a fan, but I fucking love them. It's a really good time. That's good advice, Javier. With the good life advice, he's gonna give you the nuggets as we go through the next couple of weeks. He's he's been saving them up all this good life advice. Just wait for the NBA two K advice. Oh shit, I need that. Hit me with that off pod. All right, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, Bull Nakano. We'll see you then. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.